Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. has left us with no choice but to pass the Keeping Kids in Class Act. It's disappointing that we have to get here. All along, we have hoped to reach an agreement, but QP wouldn't budge. They refused to take a strike off the table. My friend Alex Pearson, host of The Alex Pearson Show, on the AM640 in Toronto, 900 CHML in Hamilton, AM980 in London. Alex, mm-hmm. what are we talking about here? What we should be talking about are children. What we are not talking about are the children. Um, what we are caught in is a fight between unions and government where there's a whole lot of propaganda on both sides. And somewhere in between there are a lot of furious, exhausted parents who had to watch their children, including my own, for two years suffer mental health illness, suffer learning loss. They will never recover. And still to this day, Ron, Roy, has not been even discussed. I mean, it's not even a thing in, in, in the boards in Toronto. Like, it's like, well, just push them through. They don't need that year and a half that they missed. Um, so they don't even have that. Um, they had a work to rule campaign right before the pandemic hit. These kids in the last four years have been absolutely decimated. Never mind you put those kids aside. Then you have all the kids in the last 30 years since Mike Harris. And that's when I started covering, not to date myself, but that's when I started covering the labor issues in this province. It is a three-year, you can almost mark it on your calendar when the rhetoric starts, when the threats start, when the back and forth starts. And you, we have yet to have a cycle of education in the province of Ontario where the kids have not either had, you know, interrupted school, a strike, or a work-to-rule action. And frankly, we, don't, we spent $32 billion just last year in Ontario on education. Just last year. We are not getting our money's worth when public education is never actually, uh, you can't count on it. And so, you know, I, I think you're going to hear a lot of noise from the unions right now, but the longer this goes on, I can already tell you, you just go to the playground. Parents are furious. They have no idea when the kids are going back. They can't book their work. Yeah. They can't book childcare. We're getting messages from hospitals saying we've got nurses now that can't work on Monday or next week, which then means hospitalization surgeries get canceled. Uh, it is, it is going to have such a ripple effect. And then you've got a prime minister out there, Roy, who's fanning the flames using this to politic, which I think we can get into that. But I think it's really reckless what's going on. Well, it is reckless, and it's not the first time he's been reckless, uh, as long as he gets his way. But we're in a new normal right now. Like, yeah. we just, like, who's got any nerves left after the last two years, let alone yeah. going into a, into a recession? Well, it's interesting you talked about the Mike Harris government, because I go back mm-hmm. uh, to that and, just, and, and, and a bit lo- earlier than that. But whenever there's been a situation where government and unions... And we're talking education here now, have been uh, at odds with each other. The kids have been the sacrificial pawns. Mm -hmm. And that is so unacceptable. You're right. If you look at what the kids have suffered and the struggles they're going through, 
from missing school, the socialization, all the things, that, all the aspects of growing up. We don't yet know what the long-term implications of that are. And here we are with, uh, with governments and unions at each other's throats again. The kids are in the middle, and the parents do. Yeah, look, I can tell you, because uh, I covered it on my show almost at the beginning, because I knew how awful the experience was. If you didn't have kids, um, you know, in the elementary or the high school uh, period, you really have no concept how it was. It was draconian. They didn't get to go outside. They didn't yeah. see my son, who's an only child, didn't see friends or didn't see anyone for months. You know, like it, the, the detriment to their mental and social well-being was just off the charts. Never mind that they were treated like petri dishes and basically scorned as the germ fest that was the creator of this. So they were then shunned because of that. But the online experience, which apparently in 2022, despite the billions we spend for education, is so unbelievably bad. They didn't learn anything. And so I know just from my own show and from people I have talked about that this generation of kids are going to be at a disadvantage. They're already collecting data in the United States, which was shut down for much, much less. And those kids they're saying are going to earn less. They're going to learn less. And they're always going to be at a disadvantage throughout their lives because of what the lockdowns did. They're not even looking into it here, Roy. It, it, there's not studies on it. They're just like pushing them through. And so, you know, there will be parents like my husband and I will dig in. We'll get the tutoring. We'll get him the education he needs. We'll, we'll make the sacrifices. But what do you say to the parents who's got like two jobs and can't afford to do that? Can't afford to take time off because they're a shift worker? Their kids will never get that advantage. What about the children who rely on the breakfast club? I think the whole thing is appalling. And I think this time, while I think Ford um, acted too quickly to pull, pull the power he did, I think this time the unions are going to quickly learn that, especially outside of Toronto, there's going to be a lot of anger that builds. And they're, they're yeah. just will, they might have the audience now, but I don't see it. You know, public education also takes a black eye each time this happens. Mm -hmm. So there's no trust going in. Parents can almost predict what's going to happen because, the, you know, it's been played, played out so many times. You just know what's going to happen. There'll be maybe a variation on the theme, but the, the, ultimately it's going to be the same set of circumstances, the same basic antagonists going at each other, maybe different players, but same playbook. And at the end of the day, what happens? The kids lose, the parents lose, and, and here we are with public education taking another poke in the eye. We've got kids failing math. We've got kids yeah. failing reading. Yeah. They have been for years. They know more about gender studies and, and critical race theory than they actually know about history, English, and math. It's actually quite scary what's going on in the public system. I know everyone raves about how fantastic it is, and I'm not taking a slight at teachers. I know a lot of fantastic teachers, but they are not focusing on what the kids need already. And, you know, this fight between the union and Doug Ford, where you've got, well, they're doing bad faith, and, well, they're bad faith. They're both acting in bad faith, because I think it's important to remember, and to your point of where the narrative is already written, you got to remember, QP threatened strike before they had even countered the first offer that was made by the Ford government. So they didn't even bother to counter the first offer. They put a strike notice out like okay. eight or nine weeks ago, so we don't even knew. If you want to hear more... Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.